Getting New Clients Today, Law Firm Growth During COVID-19, Episode 83. Are you ready to make your law firm a profit-generating machine that will free up your time and skyrocket your impact? With more than two decades of business growth experience and having proven that you can be successful while prioritizing your family and your impact, introducing the Profit with Law podcast. I am your host, the creator of the firm differentiator 10x effect, Moshe Amsel. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Profit with Law. I am your host, Moshe Amsel, and today is another replay for you of the live stream series that we've been doing in dealing with uh, COVID-19. If you attended this live, uh, you can listen again. See if you, you know, when when you watch, uh, what I noticed, and, and, and you, I'm sure you noticed this too, is when you watch a movie for a second time or a third time or a fourth time, you always catch a line that you missed the first time or you, you you see something new, you hear something new. Same thing when you're reading a book. If you read a book a second time, usually you're picking up on something that you missed the first time around. So up to you if you want to listen to this episode, but if you listen to it, I'm sure that you're going to glean something new that you missed the first time around. Uh, folks, if you've been listening to this show for a while, I'd love it if you would uh, hit that button to write a review and rate the show. Uh, We can really use some ratings and reviews, and it would be greatly appreciated. I will give you a shout out here on the show. So uh, just put it in there and uh, we'll read the review out loud for everybody here to hear it. Uh, For those of you who have been following along, I, together with Mark Homer from GNGF and uh, Melanie Leonard from Streamline Legal, have launched a membership that is geared to the uh, really small solo and small law firm. Zero to 250K in revenue is the target we're aiming for. And what we are trying to do is help you with wearing the many hats that you are uh, forced to wear in the early stages of your business. So you need help with marketing. You need help with tech. You need help with systems and processes. You need help with your finances. You need help with just understanding your business and under and making sure that you're taking the right steps to move forward. So if it feels like you're overwhelmed, if it feels like you're stuck, if it feels like um, you just you need help with making that progress and moving forward, then you definitely want to give us a shot. It's a brand new, brand new product, a brand new offer, and it's going to be $150 a month. But up until Monday, let me just look at the date real quick so that because people are going to be listening to this years from now and they'll be like, oh, Monday, um, up until April 6th, 2020. So not not including Monday on Sunday night at midnight or sometime before Monday morning. I don't, don't know if I'll be doing it exactly at midnight. The price for this membership is going to be going up. So we're offering it right now $27 a month. It's going to be jumping up to $57 a month after midnight on Sunday the 5th. Do not wait. Um, we're also capping it at 30 seats. So we have 23 people in there at the time of this recording. You have seven more people who will join and the price will go up to $57 a month. So we decided to open it up to the first 30 people, our early adopters, to give it at $27 a month. Then we're going to jump to $57 for our next 20. And then we're going to jump to $97 for our next uh, 50. And when we get to 100 people 
in there, we're going to be going to one. 47 a month. So, um, and uh, we we have a whole uh, course that we're building out that's going to be in there. Uh, for right now, when you join at this reduced rate, uh, you'll get immediate access to us with weekly calls. So coming up in April, we have a marketing call, we have a technology call, and we have a, a, um, a financials call and then a Q&A where all three of us We'll be there to answer your questions. So I'm really excited about this opportunity, and I hope that you that you take it because uh, it could be exactly what you need, that little extra tool as a support system in your business to help propel and guide you forward. You can get that with going to ProfitWithLaw.com forward slash incubator, ProfitWithLaw.com forward slash incubator, and sign up there. Now, if you're sitting there saying, huh, zero to 250K, that's not me. I am beyond that. This is probably not for me. You're probably right. But if you still feel like you need help, you need direction, you need some clarity, figuring out how to get out of your own way and move forward, I do offer free coaching calls uh, where I can help you with getting that clarity. And if you want that, go to profitwithlaw.com forward slash free coaching, profitwithlaw.com forward slash free coaching and uh, book a session with me and let's let's dive deep. It's a 90 minute call and we can really get a lot in 90 minutes, a lot done in 90 minutes. So looking forward to seeing you on that call. Uh, so this session that we're replaying today is getting new clients today. And you know, what I found interesting is that no matter what topic we did on these live streams, somehow the Q&A brought us back to a marketing discussion. And it was fascinating to me that every single problem that happens in the business comes back to a marketing question or a marketing issue. How do I get more clients? How do I get more clients? And if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense because getting new clients is what brings in the money and money is it's not everything. Money is not everything, but money is the tool that gets you everything, right? And why are we in business if not to generate money? For whatever reason that we want to generate money, why are we in business if not for that? Um, now, it could be that you're trying to effectuate change, but you can't do that if you don't have money to back you up. You can't do that if you don't have money to put you on a platform big enough to make that change. So, Money is very important and getting clients through the door is what's going to generate that money. And that's why it's, it's probably the most important thing when we're looking at business. So, uh, so I'm really excited for this talk because getting new clients today is on everyone's mind. It's something that people want to know. And what do you need to do differently today because of the current situation? Stay tuned. Our panelists were on fire on this one. So enjoy. And I will catch you on the next episode. We are talking about getting new clients today. And um, I love this topic because I believe that the best way to face adversity is with optimism and forward looking, uh, not to stick your head in the sand and ignore the fact that there is something going on around you, but to embrace it and to pivot and figure out what do you need to do today to change what you were doing yesterday in order to continue to have your situation improving to continue growing? And I think that all the panelists here would agree that there is definitely opportunity in the marketplace today. And that's what we're here for. We're here to help you see that, help you understand how 
to navigate today and figure out where is that opportunity. Uh, so for those of you who are watching on Facebook, uh, just know that uh, you can join us on Zoom, but you need to register in order to be here to ask questions and interact with us and get reminded. We have two more sessions coming your way Thursday and Friday. So go to profitwithlaw.com forward slash COVID, profitwithlaw.com forward slash COVID for that. Um, also, uh, we have our events are brought to you by sponsors, and I just want to share with you about our sponsors real quick before we jump in, and then we're going to uh, we're going to get to our our uh, our panelists and to the topic at hand. So Mark Homer from GNGF, uh, he put out this book, Online Law Practice Strategies: uh, How to Turn Clicks into Clients, and you can get that book shipped to you absolutely free. Just go to gngf.com forward slash free dash book, gngf.com forward slash free dash book, and he will get that sent your way. Uh, additionally, uh, New Law Business Model, Ali Katz has been on a number of our calls, and uh, New Law Business Model helps uh, attorneys learn how to get three to $5,000 per estate planning client, as well as $750 to $3,000 recurring revenue from business clients. If those numbers sound like something that you want in your law firm, if you are already doing estate planning or you want to add it as a practice area to your firm, you definitely want to get to know Allie. And you can do that by joining her free Facebook group, Lifestyle Lawyers Club. Go to Lifestyle Lawyers Club Facebook group, uh, request to get in there and she is dropping great stuff for you. Also, let them know that you came through the Law Firm Growth Summit COVID live stream series and they will uh, send a video and a guide your way on how to serve virtually. Uh, also, we're brought to you by Smith AI. Smith AI is your absolute stellar go-to virtual reception service. They are so much more than just virtual receptionists. They'll do outbound dialing for you. They'll enter things into your practice management software. They will install a chatbot on your website and monitor that chatbot for you and, and be that first line of defense uh, for your business, whether it's new leads coming in or customer service, uh, they will be able to handle it all for you. And the beautiful thing is, is that they're offering a sweet deal, a $290 value package for you uh, so that you get an extra, uh, for the first month of the starter plan free with an extra 20 free calls. So normally you get 20 calls, that brings it up to 40 free calls with them. You also will get installation and setup of that free chatbot uh, and AI, uh, the AI chatbot service. And you can do that by using the code SmithCOVID19. SmithCOVID19 is the way, uh, is the way to, to do that when you sign up. So it's smith.ai is their website. SmithCOVID19 is the code to use. Uh, finally, uh, Mark Homer from GNGF and Melanie Leonard from Streamline Legal. Uh, Mark Homer doing the marketing, Melanie Leonard doing the technology and process implementation for your law firm, and myself doing the financials, business uh, um, acumen and staffing uh, uh, work, the three of us have gotten together to create a support system for specifically small solos and small law firms, zero to 250K in revenue. It's a membership, you join, uh, you pay monthly and you get access to us every single week. We have a call that we do uh, to help you with those, uh, in those areas. So if you want that kind of support, you're wearing multiple hats and you, there's just a lot of confusion in the marketplace and you need somebody to help you get through it, you definitely wanna come and join us in the Law Firm Growth uh, Incubator 
and the Law Firm Growth Incubator you can join right now for $27 a month. That's insane. It's going to be $150 a month when we, when we uh, fully build it out. Uh, it's a brand new product. We've relaunched it specifically during this event so we can offer you this crazy deal to get in at $27 a month. Go to profitwithlaw.com forward slash incubator, profitwithlaw.com forward slash incubator and join us there. So I want to uh, go jump straight into the topic. Normally I would go through the panelists and have you introduce yourselves, uh, but what, instead what I'd like to do is, is combine that with the very first thing, which is what is your top tip for getting new clients today, given the current situation and circumstances with the pandemic, the stay at home, the working remotely, uh, courts being closed, uh, what is a law firm to do today to get new clients? So when I go to you, just do a quick intro of who you are and give your top tip, and I'm gonna call it out. So Sam, you're gonna be first, Chris, you'll be second. Great, hey guys, thank you so much, Masha. Uh, my name is Sam Alai, I'm a business lawyer, uh, but my passion and what I really do is be able to serve as many clients as I can through running virtual law firms and creating funnels to be able to take on my clients on a journey and turning them into clients. Um, the tip I would say is one of the first ways that I was able to uh, implement myself when I started out five years ago. And it's a strategy that not that many lawyers uh, really focus on. It's using Quora. Um, Quora is, a, uh, is the biggest question and answer website online with over 350 million active monthly users. And just like podcasts, how podcasts have very um, qualified and very um, wealthy individuals who use Quora, um, there's just, um, it's, it's a great source of being able to find your prospects. And the way you basically, you wanna implement it is, first of all, create an amazing Quora profile. Fill it out as best you can. Um, Make sure to have a very uh, a call to action in, inside your core profile. And then what you want to do is um, you can use, there's two ways. Go into the Quora search bar and look for relevant topics that are related to your own field or go into uh, Google and put in site uh, uh, colon Quora.com and then put your target keyword um, and then press enter. And then inside of uh, Google, you will see a list of Quora pages um, that are relevant to your target keyword and make it first I would say to create a hit list of all those topics and then um, batch it up and pretty much uh, every day just try to answer five and do your best to give it a very complete answer um, make it look nice with bolding and underlining and just uh, pretty much add value add value and over time um, people will find your answers on Quora and be able to go into your profile and contact you and uh, end up hiring you. It works out great. And I know when I started out, um, it was like one of the first ways I started getting my first clients. And yeah, not that many lawyers are taking advantage of it, and I highly recommend it. Awesome. Thank you, Sam. Chris, you are up and you're on deck. Hey guys, how's it going? Um, Chris Cassidy, Director of Operations at GNGF. Um, we're a law firm marketing agency um, based here in Cincinnati, Ohio. So one thing when I think about this is to even go back to basics. Um, there's a ton of next level type of strategies that we probably will touch on today. But first thing, like when we're in a pandemic like this, go back to basics. Um, if you have a foundation set up like a website or some sort of presence set up, um, you need to be able to communicate to your current clients, prospects, and referral partners, what's going on? How are you handling this situation 
and hey, are you still practicing? What can you still do? How do you communicate with these people right now? Um, we just implemented something similar like this across, I don't know, 20 clients over the last two weeks and business is great. Um, it's not maybe fresh, you know, organic people finding them, a lot of it, but it's leveraging the existing list and framework that they already had um, to communicate, yes, I do estate planning and yes, you can still work with me and you can do it from the comfort of your home through something like this, like Zoom um, and schedule with Calendly and, you know, just remove the friction, go back to basics, leverage the foundation you already have during a time like this when people usually bury their head in the sand and they freak out. Um, so do that. And then if you don't have the foundation built, do that now um, so that you can have the flexibility to, you know, handle situations like this. And then it's going to put your practice in a better place in general moving forward. Awesome, Chris. Thank you. Andy, you are up. Uh, Jan, you're next. All right, cool. So um, the biggest thing that you can do, um, and, and this kind of uh, piggybacks off what Sam said, is, is provide value for people and, and, and answer questions that they have. Um, this is kind of like, I feel like I've been on a bunch of different webinars uh, talking about this exact same strategy. And I, I've had a lot of lawyers come back to me uh, now that we've been doing this for, when was the first one we did? Like two weeks ago? It feels like it's been forever. Um, but I've had a bunch of lawyers come back that have actually used this strategy and my clients and everything. And basically what I'm telling lawyers to do, and this is something you can do right now, it doesn't matter how big you're listed, is it doesn't matter anything. What you need to do is you need to figure out what are all the problems that your potential clients have right now. And what are all the fears that they have and what is, you know, what are just all the things that they're wondering and that they're, they're afraid of and, you know, just everything going through their mind. And then just start creating videos and recording videos that provide answers and solutions to those problems. Um, and what you can then do is you can share them on your, uh, your, your all, all of your social media platforms. But the most, uh, the most efficient way that I've seen this happening right now is two ways. First of all is one, if you share it on your business profile, your business Facebook page, and you actually uh, run some ads to it. Um, if, you don't if you're not really familiar with ads, you can do a boosted post, even though it's not really the best way to do it, but it's, it's better than nothing. And you can actually get, get that information out there. But the, what, I, what I've been telling a lot of my clients to do, and they've had a lot of luck with this, is you just share it on your personal page. And as long as I call it PSA style advertising, because basically if you're just doing it as you're trying to help people and you're just providing information and you just say, Hey, I've had a lot of people that have messaged me that are concerned. They don't know how they're going to pay this rent, their, their rent this month. And a lot of people know I'm a bankruptcy attorney. So I want to give them some, some, some tips on how they can, you know, manage their rent and, and not get evicted. Um, and then you just give information, just give value, give some options. And then you, at the end of it, don't say, if you have any questions, you don't, don't say, call me for a consultation. Just say, if you have any questions, feel free to send me a direct message and I'll help you out any way I can. By the way, if you know anybody that needs to share that needs to see this video that might have questions like this, please feel free to share it. So, if you do a lot of videos like that and create a lot of content like that, then your friends and family will start sharing your content and then it'll start spreading. And that's, it's not going to go viral, viral, but I mean, maybe it will, I don't know. But like, we've had a lot of, a lot of clients that have shared it or they, they put it on their personal page and then their friends and family share it. And then uh, friends and family of them share it. And it, you know, they'll reach, you know, 10, 20, 30,000 people and they'll get several messages. Now, one thing to make sure when you do this, make sure to check your filtered messages on your inbox on Facebook, because if you're not friends with somebody and they send you a direct message, it's going to go into filtered. We had a client who did this and they were like, I didn't get any messages. And then we looked and they had like 15 messages in their filtered messages. That's the easiest way to do it, especially if you don't have any money and you need something that you can do like right now. Awesome. Andy, thank you. Uh, Jan, you're going to be next and then we'll go over to Molly. 
All right. Hey guys, uh, Jan Roos, founder of Case Fuel. Uh, we do mostly paid traffic uh, for trades, <laughs> also some follow-up stuff. So what I've noticed, and, and this is kind of true both within the business and with our clients right now, is we're trying to recommend people to kind of zig where other people have been zagging. Um, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to your inboxes. I've gotten an email from literally every company I've interacted with in probably the last five years. <laughs> but um, the thing that a lot of people aren't doing right now is picking up the phone. And we've seen more, recept uh, uh, more receptivity to people that are on the phone than we have in a really, really long time. So, and this is like a really quick, simple, definitely not fun. This is kind of like eating your vegetables, but it's a, it's a quick and easy way that you can use literally, you know, no money to get um, potentially having appointments booked on your calendar. And that's basically to just call people on your list. Um, we're usually doing this with uh, voicemail drops, but even if you don't have any sort of software to do that kind of thing, um, it's really easy just to kind of do uh, a simple reach out to the people. And I'll say this, if you have anyone and you're in a practice area like Crescent Estate, for example, anyone that was on the fence three months ago that you weren't, you know, reaching out and talking to, you have the biggest reason in the world to reach out to those people right now. And you got to take advantage of it. But um, to kind of piggyback, it's, it's actually a very similar angle to what uh, Andy's talking about. Cause there's, there's going to be issues with your practice area that you're going to know better than anyone like me could recommend. Um, but just to give kind of an example script and like, you know, if you're lucky, you've had people that are already reaching out to this. So this isn't gonna to be too much of a stretch, but like a, a quick example of a script that we've been using is, hey, you know, this is Jan calling from Bruce Law Firm. I know we'd spoken a little while ago about getting your assets protected. Um, anyways, we've been getting a lot of questions about whether people's uh, legal status is protected in case anything happens to them with the pandemic. And I just wanted to reach out to you personally to see if you have any questions. Um, just give me a ring back if you're interested and uh, happy to help out. So just, just a super low tech, you know, solution you could have used in 1965 <laughs> to do this other stuff that's also free. Um, and it's been getting, you know, the numbers that we're seeing, you know, uh, anywhere between a five and 15% positive response rate, even if you got a list of 50 people, uh, even if you started practice six months ago, uh, I guarantee you'll get in contact with people again, not fun, but it works and people are, are needing legal services more than ever right now. Awesome, Jan, I love that. And I uh, just want to point out, uh, Smith AI, one of our sponsors, they do outbound dialing. So they won't do cold calling for you, but they will call. If you have a warm list of people who you've interacted in the past, their past clients or uh, past prospects that didn't end up moving forward for whatever reason, you can then give that to Smith AI. They will do that initial outreach for you to those people uh, and make those phone calls and then they can book them into your calendar for a, a quick 10 or 15 minute chat to uh, see if there's something that that you can do for them. So I love that and I love how it works together with one of our sponsors. Uh, Molly, you're going to be up and uh, Bill, you're on deck. Hello, I'm Molly McGrath and I am founder of Hiring and Empowering Solutions and we've been serving small solo law firms for 22 years now in regards to everything from staffing to uh, consulting on all your people, process, marketing, and your profit. And my uh, tip would be very much like Jan said, um, we are right now in our Legal Marketing Flow Facebook group. We are teaching on Client Connect campaigns and teaching your client services coordinators on how to pick up the phone. I love everything that you said, Jan. I couldn't agree more. And 
The unique thing that we're going to be teaching on today right after this class is in regards to how to capture the exact words that your clients are giving to your client service coordinators that are calling and taking that messaging in their words and turning it into campaigns for doing short videos and using the client's exact words so you can speak into another's listening in a way to make a difference for them. So I would say, and then also you can take all those questions that they're doing and take it into a webinar format. I think the biggest thing that you can do right now is educate to motivate. People are hungry for online education. Has never been, um, as you can see in, in this 10-day mastermind, um, it's never been greater than it has been now. So our, we have attorneys that are delivering workshops and webinars, and they're selling out. Zoom can only hold 100 seats for most people, and it's been phenomenal. So taking that messaging from the client um, services, call campaigns, and putting that into your presentations, into your Q&As, into your fireside chats, et cetera, and just leverage, leverage, leverage off that. Awesome, Molly. Thank you, Bill. You're up. Guy, you are next. So thank you, everyone, for uh, being on this. I just want to honor the 49 people that are on this call right now, not cowering in fear and, you know, biting your fingernails and worrying about, you know, oh, what am I going to do next? You guys are investing in yourselves, and that puts you in the 1% of lawyers right now, which I respect, and these are the type of calls I want to be on. I don't know about you guys. I want to be around people who are bettering themselves in this time, not people who are cowering in fear, because that is not a leadership move. Um, and all of the speakers here are, are here to facilitate uh, self-motivated individuals like you. Uh, my name is Bill. I am the CEO of the SMB team. Uh, we are uh, one of the fastest growing Google ads companies for lawyers in the United States. Um, and 2008, my family went bankrupt. Uh, if you guys don't know my story, it's in my book, uh, PPC for Lawyers, Not Dummies, um, which can be located at lawyerppcbook.com for free. Um, but long story short, I'm motivated to create recession-proof businesses. I lost everything in 2008. I was a millimeter away from being paralyzed. And, um, and I'm just grateful to be alive. And, you know, when I see what's going on right now in the market, um, you know, there is a lot of fear, uh, probably as much fear as was in 2008. Um, and what I'm realizing is that the more fear there is in the market, the more lead generation opportunity there is for business. Because when fear is high, the questions of your market and your target clients are at their highest. And when your target clients have more questions going through their mind, more uncertainty, that is your chance to be a leader and step up and serve your audience. And right now is a limited time opportunity for you to take advantage of a guarantee, a literal guarantee. You know with certainty there is one thing on all of your potential clients' minds, and that is COVID-19. So you can put out a piece of content right now. My number one tip is to row in the same direction as your client's attention. Okay, write that down to row in the same direction as your client's attention. Don't try and fight back against coronavirus. Just row right with it. Row right with, put out content that helps people with it. It's not, you're not gonna be able to hypnotize people to forget about this. So the biggest tip is to put out something that helps your potential clients by rowing in the same direction as their attention by putting out a piece of content that helps them. So I, I wrote an ebook uh, called What Should Lawyers Do With... Uh, 
to respond to coronavirus with their marketing. And that was 16 days ago. I walked into my office. My whole staff was freaking out. Uh, what the heck's going to happen? Should we close the office? And I went on my whiteboard, which is right behind this computer. And I wrote, I'm going to write a book in two hours on coronavirus and how it can help lawyers. And uh, now 16 days later, I've held the largest webinar in the United States on coronavirus. Yesterday I held I had, 15, I had 1,485 lawyers opt in for my webinar yesterday. I had owners of $100 million firms on this webinar call helping people. So I completely agree with the webinar model. And you can do this in your market as well. Um, so yeah, low, uh, long story short, I generated, I did the math right before this call. I've generated 2,321 leads in 15 days by capitalizing on this opportunity. I never generated that many leads in a year, and I did that in 15 days. So you need to get resourceful right now, put together content that solves the pain points of your target clients, put it out into the ether, work with someone like Andy to push it on social, work with someone like me who can push it on Google ads, whatever, like you need to go nuts and push out content that's gonna help your clients and serve them with information that is in their minds right now by creating a piece of helpful content and then transitioning that, like Molly said, into perhaps a webinar. People are spending time in front of their computers. So that is my number one suggestion. Don't fight back against uh, coronavirus and think you're gonna hypnotize your clients into forgetting about it. Just row in the same direction as coronavirus with every marketing initiative you do. Awesome, Bill. Thank you. Can you just repeat the link to that ebook that you created, please? Yeah, sure. It's um, it's just smbteam.com/coronavirus. Awesome. Um, I so before it. I go and cut over to Guy, um, Bill, I just love how uh, lively, captivating, and and just. Uh, into this message you are, um, and this is not the first <laughs> first time I'm seeing you um, do it, and you know because we've had you on other calls, and uh, I really love uh, everything that you're sharing, and it's it's so true. I mean, you have to just look at what we're doing here, right? Ten days of live streams to help you with. Uh, dealing with uh, COVID-19, dealing with the coronavirus, bringing you the topics that you want to hear right now, the ones that, that are on your mind that are bothering you uh, and to help you and support you along that journey. Uh, so you need to do that for your clients. I, I, I couldn't agree more with that, uh, whether you write a book or whether you do something else. I mean, there's so many different ideas that were thrown out here, but none of them were, okay, go tell your clients that, you know, things are going to get better and we'll be okay. They're all helping your clients deal with the here and now and whatever is coming up for them as their pain point. I'm going to bring on Guy. Um, and for those of you who haven't met him, he's going to introduce himself. But just so you know, he's a guest on our podcast that's being released tomorrow. So if you're not a listener of the Profit With Law podcast, it's in a great episode, a great interview that we did together. Uh, definitely go and subscribe to the show so you can see that uh, or hear that episode uh, Tomorrow. Also, for those of you who are audio consumers and you missed some of these live streams, we've been publishing all these live streams as podcast episodes. So just go back and into the into the directory and you'll see them all. They all have the, the COVID live stream title, so you'll know which ones they are. Uh, and you can just listen while you're cooking, while you're you know going, going around the house doing things instead of needing 
looking to be focused on on a video uh, if for the ones that you missed. I definitely recommend coming live. Uh, also, for those of you who are just coming in or those of you that missed it at the beginning, we will take questions from you. You need to put those questions in now. Uh, and I encourage you to do so. You know, you, you all came here because you have a need and that is getting new clients today. If you don't need new clients today, there's really no reason for you to be here, right? So if you have a question of how do I get new clients today, Get more specific with that question and pop it in the Q&A. We want to answer your question. We want to help you. So we will have no problem talking for an hour. We, all of us have a, enough expertise that we can fill the time, and we will. Uh, but we want to answer your question. So Q, hit the Q&A button on the bottom, put your question in, and just let us know if you want to come on live or if you just want us to answer the question for you. Uh, we'd love to have you come on live so we can have an interactive conversation with you, ask follow-up questions, and so on. Uh, so make sure to hit that Q&A button, ask your questions now, so that by the time Guy is done, we could jump into the Q&A. Uh, Guy, you're up. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, Guy Sakalakis uh, from Attorney Sync here in Chicago. Uh, we do digital. Uh, marketing, most uh, search is really our DNA. I'm a, these panelists are so great. So uh, I think the people that are fortunate enough to be attending this are extremely lucky because there's so much good information. And so I'm going to give two quick ones. One is, and this is alluded to in some of the other panelists' suggestions, but get your CRM rocking, get your client relationship management and your automations rocking so that your messaging. You can uh, drop link, you know, if you use a video, drop a link in a video in an email so they can click through to it. But you've got, that's how it's going to happen today. Uh, because I'm later in the panelists, I really wanted to, I don't want to just keep repeating the same themes. Even though, you know, I'm kind of old school in this idea of just go where your clients are and row, uh, like Bill said, row with them, right? They're, they're thinking about this stuff. So how can you create content that uh, is the intersection between being a uh, expert in your field and how COVID touches the problems that you help solve and go put that out into the world. So I'm a search nerd, so I'm gonna talk search. Uh, if you publish on your site and you get into a, a keyword universe that includes anything that intersects between the questions that people have and COVID, you're gonna see your traffic go through the roof. Um, so just to give a couple examples, like. Uh, I think some of the obvious ones, if you're a workers' comp lawyer, if you get issues that relate to content around uh, getting sick at work, uh, if you're an employment lawyer in other contexts, uh, you know, issues around your employer staying open when there was a state uh, shelter in place order in effect, is that reasonable? Like those are the types of things, you put that content out there, uh, both Google and Bing are now recognizing, uh, they have a, a special schema for covid related information. Uh, it's generating COVID related snippets. So be the local uh, leader on safety and health information on COVID in your area. Uh, where are the local testing sites? Um, all this stuff that, you know, you might not have thought that, that how does that touch my practice? Well, it does because the, your clients, your next clients are worrying about these things. Uh, if you haven't done this already, FAQ markup on your site, right? So FAQ markup, if you see a, a firm that has FAQ markup, you'll see it dominates organic search. It do, those snippets are huge, especially on a phone. They push everything else down below the fold. Uh, How-to markup is another uh, obvious one. So, you know, same themes as everybody else has said. Uh, put yourself in your client's position. Their minds are on COVID. How do you help in the context of COVID? COVID? Go publish on that. Um, you know, 
use the tools we talk about all the time, auto-suggest with COVID, how to in auto-suggest, uh, related searches, people also ask, all that stuff is telling you what's on people's mind, go publish on that, mark it up appropriately, and um, use all the other things the panel's talk, panel has talked about in terms of capturing that interest, capturing that search intent, and then nurturing that, whether it's through video or through email marketing or uh, you know, getting people to call right from the page. But um, there's no secret right now. Uh, I think Bill said it really well. This is what people are focused on. How can you support them? How can you deliver information? How can you educate at the intersection of where their problems are um, in this environment? And honestly, it's, it's kind of marketing 101, but you know, we're trying to bring you some tools and support uh, for the technical side of the house. Awesome, Guy, thank you so much. So uh, we don't have any Q&A from the audience, so I will lead with the first question. But to our panelists, for those of you who haven't been on these sessions before, in the Q&A session, I'm not gonna lead you, lead you go one by one. If you have something to add, just unmute yourself. And if you're stepping on each other, you guys will figure that out. So here's the deal. I am a big proponent of law firms uh, dedicating themselves to one specific practice area, one specific niche in that practice area. And uh, something that is has come up in previous calls is, uh, well, what if the my chosen niche is dried up or, or um, there's no business there, is, is now an appropriate time to look at a completely different practice? this area where there might be opportunity today. So my question to you as panelists is, how does somebody navigate and determine whether there is additional opportunity within their current focus or if they need to look elsewhere? Uh, do you have any, uh, any guidance for them on how to navigate that dilemma? Uh, obviously, bringing on a whole new practice area is going to be education for them. It may not be something they can just pivot and start immediately. Uh, so uh, what, what do you think about that? So sure. what I would do is I would cause basically like if, if you're a, if you've been a personal injury attorney for 20 years and now all of a sudden you want to get into estate planning, you might not be able to actually get into that like within like two weeks and you probably don't have any authority in that either. But what I would do is I would find other attorneys that you can partner with and like, you know, one cool thing that you can do that actually nobody's even talked about, but we actually we've kind of hinted at it. A bunch of us have done webinars, several webinars over these last couple of weeks. I know Bill did one yesterday. I did one on Monday and 800 lawyers showed up to it. Um, you guys have had all these, all these, all, all these couple of weeks. So basically if you do like live Q and a webinars and just, you know, send out to your list and say, Hey, listen, I'm, you know, partnering up with an estate planning attorney and partnering up with all these different people. Because the thing is, is that, there's gonna, this is only going to last for like three or four months. This isn't going to be a permanent thing. So what it could be, if, if you don't want to shift your entire focus and, you know, just trying to redo all of your marketing to kind of make you, make you seem like you're a, an estate planning attorney or, you know, an employment law attorney, if you don't have any experience in that, whatever, uh, that whatsoever, then you might do better to partner with somebody who does have experience in that and then like share referral fees and stuff like that when you're actually getting them clients so that you can pull through. That's kind of my best advice. For, for that type of type of situation. Very good. Yeah, my, my quick just kind of follow up on that is, is uh, as Andy said, if you have experience in those areas, then I think it's worth exploring, but you're just going to make problems worse. If you go out and, you know, if you've been a personal injury lawyer for 25 years and now you're going to go into consumer bankruptcy, you're going to screw more up than you're going to actually solve. And so I think partnering makes a lot of sense. Again, my thing is, is you're, I think the hard part that people aren't quite connecting is 
most practice areas have some issue that their clients are going to be dealing with that relates to COVID, whether it's a work context, whether it's an estate planning context, whether it's personal bankruptcy or a, a business bankruptcy. Um, you know, there unless you're unless you solely do like you know maybe DUIs because the bars are closed and you're in a shelter in place order. Um, but guess what? People are getting arrested for violating quarantine, right? There's a criminal I defense. I think everybody context. who's driving now is probably drunk because they've been at home all this time. <laughs> you know, family law, I think it's obvious. Um, there are some issues that are coming out of that. So anyway, my thing is, is don't give up on the thing that you're an expert on. Find how your clients are intersecting with that. Um, I think the, I think it's, uh, I think Andy made this point too, like uh, you're not pivoting an entire new practice of 25 years of experience for four months of COVID. I would suggest uh, using two free tools that Google offers, which is the Google Keyword Planner and Google Trends. Both are super, super valuable. And there's amazing marketers here like Bill, Jan, Guy, all doing search ads that could help you guys, uh, that could help you guys with this. And it really just, Google just shows you exactly what are people are searching for? What are those problems that people are searching for? Um, I know for one of my niches, um, when I started four or five years ago, I, when I looked it up on Google Keyword Planner, it didn't even show up uh, at, at the time. And then a couple of months later, it showed like 10, then 30 search, searches a month. And from that, I was able to generate 1,500 clients, which is absurd, which is like, if I would have not like basically picked up the clue from uh, Keyword Planner or from Google Trends, I would have not been able to serve so many clients. And it's all there. It's, Google gives it to you. Um, either try to do it yourself or get a professional to do it for you. Another, another free tool is answerthepublic.com. That one's really cool because it uses Google search or Google auto suggest. So you can type in, I don't know, bankruptcy or can't pay rent or like different things like that. And it'll, it'll show, I mean, hundreds of questions that people are actually typing into Google because it pulls from auto suggest. I want to add, just, oh, sorry. Oh, I just want to add, uh, just piggyback on that and add um, help a reporter as well. A lot of people are getting a tremendous amount of traffic off of that as well. So I just wanted to piggyback on that. And um, my angle on this is going to be a little bit different. And I definitely agree with everything that's been said so far. But uh, one thing I want to just keep in mind is the decision to, to pivot or not might not be informed by the right stuff. So we've seen situations where clients have had a downtick in the conversion of whatever marketing that they're doing so far. But a lot of this doesn't have to do with people that are out in the market because the people that are there need it more than ever. Um, a lot of this is kind of dealt with the, the, uh, the human behavior of the user. So if you're not making it extremely clear that you can service people and you're able to do stuff over Zoom or any of the, I mean, there's been so many awesome webinars on this stuff on how to run your practice virtually. Somebody could be very interested in your service and then be like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, I don't think I can really drive across town and see that guy. So basically make sure that all of your messaging is in place to let people know that you are open. And you know, a lot of those people are good at that, but you know, you might have a situation where you're just not communicating that you're in business and then that could lead you to a decision of pivoting where you wouldn't otherwise. So I just wanted to get that out there. Awesome. So it uh, looks like that's uh, everything the panelists have to answer that question. And actually, as I asked that question, the question came in from somebody in the crowd. So I, I obviously have been listening to you guys for the last week and a half and know what and, and know what's on your minds. We do have a number of questions that rolled in. So we're going to get to those in just a moment. Uh, but just want to give my two cents. Uh, you cannot sell something that has zero demand. 
Okay, so if you're a DUI attorney and there, there simply is not, I, I think that's a poor example, uh, you see, because yeah, traffic is down, but I am, I'm certain that there are still people getting arrested for DUI. Um, now, the courts might be closed, so there might not be, they might not be able to arraign them, so I don't know what the, what the police departments are doing, what the court system's doing, uh, how that's all working, um, but I imagine that this is the same thing that happens when somebody gets arrested in the middle of the night, uh, you know, they get, the, the judge comes in or they get brought in front of the judge, uh, so maybe they're doing that virtually. I think that there still is, is probably business there. You also have current clients, current cases going on, maybe there's work that you can do with them. Uh, I would definitely try to figure out how you can use your, your current situation uh, and, and maybe some, some free time that you have to further amplify your message and, and, and try to, uh, to perhaps find clients that are already dealing with this, but they don't have, they're not happy with their attorney, they don't have an attorney, uh, you know, maybe you can, you can pick those up. Uh, but if you're in a practice area where literally there is no work uh, and there's nothing for you to do, then you definitely can should start to look for areas where, uh, like uh, I forget who said it, areas where you already have um, expertise. Uh, and if you if you absolutely need to go to an area where you don't have expertise, don't try to now navigate and figure it out yourself. Um, find somebody who teaches that, who gives you a, a system. Uh, that's already created and just and and just uh, pay for their thing and, and get taught it so that you're not sitting there wasting all your time figuring it out because by that time who knows the opportunity has already passed and now it's starting to return to business as usual you should be able to focus on the selling part fairly quickly uh, in that process and if you can't then it's probably a wrong direction for you to go that's my opinion on this question. So let me jump into the Q&A box because we have quite a few of them. So I want to try to make it through within the time that we have. Um, so uh, we just answered that one. So uh, one of the questions that we, this is an easy one. Um, Andy Madrid says, do you recommend stating a disclaimer that this might be attorney advertising? I'm going to take this. I'm going to say, look, every state has its code of professional conduct, which has very specific instructions of what you need to do as far as advertising, what you're allowed to do, what you're not allowed to do. This is a question that you need to check your code to see what it is. Um, and if it's required for you to claim that, to state that it's attorney advertising, then definitely uh, you should. Now, if you're not having a call to action on it and you're simply providing information, uh, I'm not sure that that would be an attorney advertising, but again, read the code, understand it, and 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 go through it with your with your marketing person. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna gloss over that one, uh, and now I'm gonna go to this one. So somebody says, so it can be as simple as posting information and asking people to PM or DM you on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Really? Question mark. So guys, can we talk for a minute about a profile funnel and explain? what that is and and how powerful it is and how this is probably the easiest way to start to get visibility when you have no audience on social sure so this is something that I do all the time um, and I go into places where I know that my target audience is actually going to be hanging out so like for me I'm targeting lawyers so I'll go into other lawyer groups and and different things like that and I'll just answer questions and just provide value and what's cool is that if you just go in there and you don't go into groups, like don't go in to promote yourself because you'll get kicked out of the group in half a second. I do this in my group. I kick people out all the time 
because there's marketers that go in there. I love you guys. I love you marketers, but you know, marketers ruin everything for everyone. Uh, so marketers will constantly go in my group and well, I don't let them in anymore, but I had to kick all the marketers out because marketers would do this, but they wouldn't do it correctly. So I go, I'm in a lot of lawyer marketing groups or lawyer, lawyer groups. And I just go in and I literally just try to help people. I don't promote my stuff. I don't mention any of my stuff. I don't do anything with that. I just provide value. Now on my Facebook profile, there's a, my, my cover photo says I help lawyers get more clients. And then I've got a link to my uh, free book that I have um, in my, uh, in the, the bio of my thing. So what happens is I provide a ridiculous amount of value and then people start getting curious who I am and then they eventually send me a message or they'll buy my book and all that type of stuff. So that's the profile funnel is you go, you help people, uh, do not expect to get anything in return and you will get stuff in return. But if you go in and try to get people to opt into your lists and do all that type of stuff, uh, then it's not going to work very well and you're just going to get booted out of, the, uh, out of the group. So figuring out where your, your target prospects are go into those groups and just provide value. Something I'm going to add is it's, it's very important to pick the right platform that works for you. Um, I got a lot of questions about, okay, which one is the best Instagram, Facebook, that, and the answer is it's going to be the platform that you're sustainably going to do over a long duration of time. So whether that be Instagram is the best, it does, that doesn't matter if you're not going to, if you're not comfortable and used to Instagram, you're just not going to do it. So don't do Instagram. Just pick the one that, you're going to do over a long duration of time. And then what you could do is once you do do that and you, you put in time to add value and content is to create audiences out of those people. Um, so you can make an audience out of your Instagram engagers. You can make an audience out of your Facebook video watchers. Those are by far the lowest hanging fruit of audiences that you, could, you guys could uh, build, uh, build traffic and leads from. Just use those and target those people. Yeah, I love what Sam said. I'd like to add to that as well. Pick the platform that works best for you. I had a client yesterday who posted something on Facebook and got three likes and um, was upset about that, but that's three potential new clients that they could follow up with and took the same piece of content and posted on LinkedIn and got 1,200 and some change engagement with that. And by the end of the day, she had applied to become a broadcaster and do video on there as well. And she messaged me this morning, she got accepted. So you have to pay attention to what your platform is and not all content is created equal. Make certain that you are communicating a tremendous amount of value and have some way that um, will leave the person hanging, so to speak, that they want to hear more from you, hear more about what you have to say. I've seen people that have posted way too much content that somebody doesn't get in, engaged or click through to their website to get additional information, or they've just put content out there and not all content is created equal. So just be really uh, methodical about what you're posting and, and put some time into each area that you are um, engaging in. Yeah, and I just want to follow up and maybe I'm just belaboring this unnecessarily, but if you listen to what the panelists are saying, it's not as easy as just tweeting and saying, message me, right? That, in fact, that's a terrible idea. It's a terrible idea to go on there and say, I'm an expert at this, now send me a message to hire me. Like that's the problem, right? If you're doing that and then you draw the conclusion that I tried social media and it doesn't work, you're not, you're not hearing what the panelists are trying to say, right? So you gotta focus on uh, what you can actually communicate 
in a way that's compelling to people. And so it might not, it, posting might not even be a thing for you. You might not even have any interest in actually like posting, but as Andy said, I think Sam said it, uh, I think Molly said it. If you go into a group or if you comment on somebody else's post with something that demonstrates your expertise, or maybe it just shows your empathy and communicates that you're still open, you're gonna find out those people are going to reach out to you. They're going to learn more about you. They're gonna go search for you. So um, anyway, I, I get, I, maybe I'm a little bit too frustrated about this, but we hear this all the time. We hear these questions, like Sam said, what's the best platform? What's the best post? What's the best content? The best content and platform is the stuff that's working the best for you that you can stick to, that, that uh, you can be compelling on. And guess what? Your audience, the thing about these platforms is amazing is your audience is giving you direct feedback. If it's nobody's commenting or responding or sharing or liking or engaging with it, then you gotta try something else. But there isn't a magic, this is the magic platform, this is the magic Facebook image, this is the magic call to action, this is the magic messenger button. Anyway, you know, thank you. Thank you for letting me rant there for a second. <laughs> no, that's, a, that's a great point. One other thing that, that you, you actually mentioned, which I think is really good advice. I talk to a lot of people that are like, but I, I, don't, I don't like Facebook. I don't use Facebook or I don't like Instagram or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Like that's where your customers are. That's where your clients are. And there's a big difference in being a social media consumer and a social media producer. Most people know who I am because I run a ridiculous amount of Facebook ads and I'm active all over social media, but I'm a producer. I'm not a consumer. If you actually look at like, like I really don't go on Facebook that much outside of, you know, doing my own stuff. So you don't have to be an active social media person to have success on social media. But like, you know, like, like you just said, I mean, a lot of times people will they'll do, they'll do one post that says, uh, we're open, call me today for a free consultation. And they don't get any, any, any comments or anything. And they don't get any consultations. And they're like, oh, Facebook doesn't work. You know, and it's like, it's no, it's not that you're just, you know, I can't draw at all, but I don't say that this pen doesn't work. You know, it's like, it's a tool. If you know how to use it and you use it properly and you practice and you perfect it, then you'll get much better results. Just like if I took an art class, I'd probably be able to draw something better than a stick figure. Awesome. So uh, I'm going to reiterate a little bit of what everyone said, but I want to really sh um, uh, demonstrate this for you. Um, so if you're, if you haven't been active on social, you don't have an audience and you put stuff out there, how in the world is Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever the social platform, how are they supposed to know who to show your stuff to? They have no idea. They don't know who you're talking to, right? So you have to start somewhere. You have to start where the audience is. In Facebook, it's most likely in groups. In uh, LinkedIn, it's most likely um, connecting with other people and, and, and making sure that you're, that you're able to uh, get visibility within their feeds. They're able to get visibility within your feeds. Um, and David Fogel, uh, an attorney, posted in here. He said, um, let's see. Last week, I actually became active on LinkedIn for the first time and teamed up with another lawyer and two other professionals, a CPA and an HR person, and we each post and promote each other a lot of views between the four of us, right? So that's a strategy you can do to get views. But what does views do for you? He then follows up and says, after a week plus, none of us got leads, no bites for our free consultation. The idea was to be helpful now so that they come to us when we return to normalcy. So understand that what, what we're talking about is making sure that your social is primed for somebody who's, 
who needs you after you're providing something, you're providing information that is helpful, you're answering a pain point, they then go and check you out. So I'm gonna share my screen real quick. Um, and I'm just gonna show you my browser for a moment. This is David Fogel's profile, okay? Um, and David, I, I, I'm not trying to roast you here. I wanna just demonstrate why this might not be working for you. You have space here. You have an image that could be right here that can have, describe what you do and do a call to action. You have uh, right here, it just says attorney. That's your entire description of who you are. When people are checking you out, there's nothing here that says what you do, who you serve, what pain you, you answer, and how to take the next step with you. Yes, there's contact info here. And if I click on it, it gives me profile and your website. So you're basically making it extremely difficult for somebody to figure out who you are, whether you can do something for them. I'm gonna to go to my profile for a second and my profile actually is, it needs to be updated. I didn't update it for this, but let's go to me. Okay, so my image here is promoting the Law Firm Growth Summit itself. And that, but then I have a tagline under my name. This shows up when somebody checks me out, it shows up immediately, transforming law firms into million dollar businesses, founder of the American Law Network, that's a group on LinkedIn, host of the Profit With Law podcast. And then if they look at the about section, there's a whole blurb that talks about how I got into what I, what I do and, and, uh, and what the next step is to take, which I provide my email address. Now you could provide a link to a consult, but my point is, that that is a profile funnel. A profile funnel is where, understand, Sam Malai is the king of getting Google reviews. Why are Google reviews important? It's because people are going to check you out. People are going to wanna know who you are. And if they get to a profile and it looks empty and it looks like you're, you're just showed up on LinkedIn, they're not gonna be taking the next step with you. But if you have all this information and it talks to them and they say, oh my gosh, this person is exactly who I was looking for, guaranteed they're picking up the phone and calling you or taking whatever that next step is with you. Can I give one more tip also? Sure. Uh, he said nobody took them up on their free consultation offer. Uh, drop the word consultation, just offer to help. So just say, if you guys have any questions, if you need any help, give me a call, shoot me a direct message. We'll get on the phone and we'll, we'll point you in the right direction. It's the same thing. It's still a consultation. It's just one seems helpful. The other seems like you're going to try to sell them something. Yeah, and, and, I, and you reminded me that I did want to point out that if you're doing a post where you're cross-posting with other people and then there's a call to action from the post, don't expect that to have people taking you up on it. That, expect that um, if your call to action is, is to something easy that they don't have to sign up for, you'll get a lot of engagement. So if, if you're sending them to another blog post, to a video, uh, something like that, uh, it'll, you know, that people, people want, they're consuming for free, they want to consume for free. Uh, as soon as you start giving them something that they have to do, uh, chances are they're not going to do it. But if you leave the breadcrumbs, somebody who really wants it is going to definitely take you up and follow it. So I'm not saying don't put the call to action, but don't be surprised if the call to action itself is not helping. But there's so much more that you can do to just the basics, the basics to just make sure that all of your social media profiles are pointing to how to take the next step with you. Um, all right, I'm gonna go to a question from Lisa. 
And she said, how do I learn who the trusted advisors are of my potential clients? I'm putting out useful info about investment fraud. I want to link that to financial advisors, CPA, tax preparers, trust, and estate attorneys. Uh, so I just want to open this up. And it's very similar to looking for uh, where are your customers? Who are your customers? So um, let's just go to the panelists and see if anybody has any, any input on how Lisa can, can navigate that. I do it, LinkedIn oh, Sales Navigator. <laughs> go ahead, Andy. That, I, I would just looked up LinkedIn sale, Sales Navigator to, to find titles. Oh, gotcha. No, I was going to say hi to Lisa. Lisa's actually a client of mine. Um, I was going to, well, what I would do is I would look at who the influencers are. So look at who has the podcast, look at who's written books, look at um, you know, and then you might want to go onto, um, you know, Instagram and actually probably Twitter would probably be better for this and look and see, uh, try to find some hashtags that might be, might be relevant, but I would start at the top and figure out who are the actual influencers that are actually putting content out. Um, that would probably be one of the, one of the places that I would start. Um, and actually if you need any help with this, uh, let me know and I'll, I'll help you out personally. He just did his version of a free consultation. Do you guys see that? No, Lisa's actually already a client. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we, at least you got an example of like the free help. Oh yeah. Well, if anyone else needs help, then go ahead and contact. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. If anybody needs help, feel, feel free to contact me. But yeah, Lisa, uh, if you want to reach out, I'll, I'll, I'll walk you through this also. They're seamless. Yeah. And, and I also want to add, Lisa, that uh, don't forget the basics. Don't forget the ability to just reach out to people. So the first step is identify who those people are. There are tools for that. You can use LinkedIn Sales Navigator. You can use a basic just Google search or directory assistance and look for the people. If you're specific to a geographic area, look for the people in that geographic area. If not, if it's, if it's broad, if it's nationwide, definitely check out the, the top blogs and the top podcasters. And the best way to do that is go into Google and look for, you know, top podcasts for um regarding accounting or top podcasts and you know i forgot what your uh what you were looking for cpas and something else um i'll just take a quick look i think another I find uh, it i already moved it away okay uh tax preparers trust and estate attorney so um top trust trust and estate attorney podcast you know a podcast or, or top podcasts regarding estate planning and you'll find blog posts that reference the top podcast now you've got your short list of of influencers that you want to get in front of podcasters uh youtube uh youtube uh video producers blog posts um but then once you have your list then just just do a blitz literally pick up the phone and start calling these people all of their all of them are are forward facing you know like you can go and find my phone number you just got to look up the name of my business and and find the phone number you can get in touch with me you can send me an email make sure it's personalized make sure it's not you're not sending a blanket email to everybody but send a personalized email hey i found your stuff i really like this and i wanted to get in touch with you for this and this reason and somebody's going to respond people are going to respond and that's that's how how you can go about doing that um, i want to go back to uh what we were talking about with with linkedin because david posted one more thing he said perhaps my issue personally is as molly is saying now is the follow-up with the prospects or people who like comment the post any suggestions on how to approach the follow-up i just want to tell you an experience that i had as as the recipient um so one of my connections on linkedin posted and i wrote a comment on the post the next morning, I got a message from him in LinkedIn Messenger that said, thank you for interacting with my post yesterday. I really appreciate it. Um, and that was it. Like, there was no call to action. There was nothing. It was just a thank you. Now, 
guaranteed every time I see a post of his, I'm, I'm liking or commenting, right? I want to get that positive feeling. People like that feeling. So just start doing that. It, you can't do it when you, when you blow up, but when at the beginning, when you're just getting three or four comments on a post or just a handful of likes, just send a personal message to that person. Say, thank you for, for commenting. Also make sure you connect with them. And when you connect on LinkedIn, when you press the connect button, you have the option to send a message with the connection. Always send a message with the connection. And then you could just say, hey, you commented on my post yesterday. I thought that we should connect. This way they know why they're receiving the connection. They're more likely to accept it. Anybody else have anything on that? I'm gonna to go to Phyllis's question. Yeah, I agree. I just wanted to add one quick thing. So I just, I just literally got into contact with all of the biggest thought leaders in our entire space. I, I you know, Andy, uh, I, I didn't know Andy a couple of weeks ago. Um, Mike Mogill, like, um, just look at the people we had on the webinar. Um, Ken Hardison, um, literally, if you have something that impresses them, you need an attention getter. Like, and, and you know, it comes back to like, you know, you just have to do something. Uh, like, you have to take action. It's really hard to get people's attention. Like, Moshe, for example, like he was impressed by the book that I wrote. I didn't know him before this. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm new to the scene and like all of a sudden I have literally, I have to hop off of this in like five minutes because I have three other podcasts and prior to all of this happening, I didn't have podcasts scheduled as often. Um, and it's because I just did something that was unique and you can do that in like two hours. Like you could literally do that. My brand has literally exploded. I got, I have like, I don't even know. I, I've, I think 28 screen share consultations scheduled for the rest of this week. And we only have three days. We're already halfway through Wednesday. Um, so like you guys, if you do something unique and then reach out to people, it's way easier for them to go, oh, it's interesting. That's how I got Mike Morse on the uh, call. He does $200 million a year in his law firm. Uh, on my podcast or on the uh, webinar yesterday, uh, $200 million, the biggest law firm in all Michigan. I just sent him the coronavirus, but he was like, hey, I wrote this. He was like, hey, I wrote a blog too. Are you doing anything? Yeah, I'm doing a webinar. And then he was on the webinar in, in minutes. So I would just do something interesting. I do have to sign off guys because uh, of all these screen share consultations, but offer value. I'll put the link to the free coronavirus book for you guys and, uh, and keep it snazzy and strong. Thank you, Bill. Yeah. I, right, I want so, to piggyback on what Bill said. Sorry, go ahead, Molly. Yeah, just real quick. Um, in regards, because the question, like it, it, how you interact, to Moshe's point exactly, where you will inbox them, you will communicate with them and thank them and appreciate them for commenting. And if you have a value add place it, to send them to your podcast, to your blog, what have you, I think that's wholly acceptable. I, I, I can't say enough about Bill. I mean, seeing Sam on here today, I'm like, oh, that's right. I want Sam to teach about Google reviews. And he and I were going to collaborate with that. Bill, I sent him a message. I'm like, I want you on my podcast. I met Moshe through LinkedIn, through uh, going through a B2B strategy. So to piggyback on what Andy said, Moshe, everybody here really is in regards to just create constant value, connect with them, and don't ask them for a sale or consultation or anything. If any of you are on LinkedIn right now, my inbox is blowing up at least 100 people a day that want access to my database. And you can see right through it. 
So you really want to be very authentic. You want to be real. And then also, I can't say enough about using LinkedIn to connect with potential power partners that you can lock arms with, like the amazing people that have been on this summit. Awesome, Molly. Thank you. Um, all right. So let me go over to Phyllis's question. Phyllis says, you may have covered this in other webs, but you, but can you recommend or refer a virtual setup that can use all that you are suggesting, including receiving forms of payment like Square, what other forms you can accept, links to FB, Google ads that is easy to use. Before all this, I was looking to set up a website and now the needs are changed. Also, any online banks to use, computer printers need changing too, since I will need a camera for web Zoom, thanks. Um, Phyllis, uh, great question, but completely off topic for our discussion today. So what I'm going to do is um, going to see if I can quickly grab a link to um, the, the tools and technology uh, live stream that we did uh, and send that and drop that into uh, into the chat here so you can go and watch that. Um, and uh, I, I'm also going to, if you send me an email, so um, I'll drop my email address into the, into the chat as well. Uh, if you send me an email and just remind me, uh, I believe Melanie Leonard from Streamlined Legal did a really comprehensive training on this and she can probably send you her replay uh, on that as well. So I just put my email address in there or just shoot me an email and I'll get um, uh, you connected with Melanie for that. Uh, then somebody said, I have tried responding to HARO uh, opportunities. For those of you who are not familiar with HARO, H-A-R-O, it's Help a Reporter Out. Um, and it's a website where reporters can send in, hey, I'm, I'm writing a post on XYZ. I'm looking for somebody with expertise on the area to interview. Um, so uh, you've tried responding to HARO opportunities with no luck. Is there a trick or science to it? Any tips or advice? Uh, so I'm going to open this up. I don't know if any of our panelists um, are using Hero as part of their strategy or have experience with it. Uh, I'll let you guys uh, take it away. Yeah, I've, I've used Hero a bunch of times. Um, and the trick is you just have to remember that what's going to happen is every time you respond to something, that reporter is getting about 50 other responses from people that are going after the same thing. So what you have to do is you have to separate yourself. So most people are going to write one or two sentences um, to the reporter and just kind of not give them really much information. But as, if you can, if you can do it, go as deep as you can on the subject and really kind of over deliver and answer their questions. I'm not really great at writing quickly. If I try to write a blog post or try to write, you know, it'll, it'll take me two hours to write. So a lot of times what I'll do is I'll literally just pull out my phone and record a two or three minute video that's really comprehensive and answers all their questions really well and then gives them a lot of additional information and additional things to think about. And that usually works really well. You just have to remember, like, think about what other people are doing and then you just have to do more. Yep. And yeah, I know Andy uses it. I use it a lot too for our clients. Um, the videos work. We've used, you know, different, you know, softwares and stuff to streamline that. Um, but you got to watch out, like, the way that it comes in on the back end. It can sometimes be like plain text and stuff, you just have to be careful. You can't like attach things or, but leading with more value, providing more to stand out is key. And then also uh, like the free account is fine. I saw another question about that. The tip that I have with that is that depending on what you sign up for to receive like the digest, they can get kind of unwieldy and take over your inbox, set filters up, which will then scan the entire you know, digest and you can pull out, you know, lawyer, law firm, your specific practice areas. So you only see those emails with, or those mentions of what reporters are looking for. You can go through those two or three, respond to them. And it's a numbers game. You respond to 10, you might get one, you might get two, but I've built links on 
Huffington Post, Reader's Digest, um, Forbes, you name it, and their follow links, super authoritative, easy wins, um, just showing your expertise and value. Again, giving back, showing what you can do, and leading with education, um, and then you get the boost from SEO and visibility that way. And if you can no, have somebody I, else scan it for you, that's usually helpful if you don't have to sit there and do it. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. And I'm going to add that Loom is a great tool for kind mm -hmm. of standing out whenever you send a text response. That's usually how most people respond. And as Andy said, you got to stand out. So just Loom is, makes it really easy. Just literally two buttons, click, click, one minute video. Hey, call them out. Hey, I understand you're doing this. Here's, you know, answer them, give them some value and just shoot it out. It literally takes two minutes. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And the only thing that I'm going to add to what everyone else said is that uh, understand that there's a human being on the other side of it. And if you're copying and pasting the same message to every one of your responses, then you're doing it wrong because you need to appeal to them as a, as a person. So you need to communicate with them specifically about what they had posted. And if you want to, sometimes they're anonymous, but sometimes they even say who they are. So you can go and check out another article of theirs. And, and in that response, you can say, hey, I loved your article on XYZ. And here's, here's who I am. And here's what, what, you know, what value I can add to your post or to your, you know, to your discussion. Uh, so if you personalize your responses, you're going to see a much better um, engagement with that and much better response rate. Um, and then the bottom line is, is that every tactic that you try, you have to be willing to stay with it consistently. And if you do it consistently, you will start to see results. The same people are going to start seeing your name come up more than once. They might not answer the first time, but the second or third time they'll say, oh, this person already responded to two others. Maybe I, maybe they're a good person to know because I can get an easy win without needing to filter through a bunch of other people other times that I'm doing something. So stick with it and, uh, and make it personal and you should be, you should be able to get some better results with that. Um, I'm going to go to uh, the last question here. So it's uh, eight minutes after the hour. We got to wrap this up. Uh, just want to remind you that this wouldn't be possible without our sponsors. Uh, Smith AI virtual reception service. Smith COVID-19 is the code to get a bunch of uh, uh, free stuff when you sign up, $290 worth of value. Uh, definitely give them, give them a shot, especially if you're gonna take Juan's, uh, Jan's advice and, um, and do outbound dialing. Uh, they can help you with that. Uh, also the chatbot uh, on your website is really uh, amazing as well. Um, then uh, GNGF, free book. Mark Homer from GNGF, Chris Cassidy is on the call today. Uh, Right here, you can download it, gngf.com forward slash free dash book. This is how to turn clicks into clients. It's like your go-to resource. It's, you know, if you need just an instruction manual on how to get started on internet marketing, that's the book to read. So just go to gngf.com forward slash free dash book and um, just uh, put your information in there. Make sure you tell them that you came through the Law Firm Growth Summit and uh, they'll send that book out to you. Um, uh, law, uh, new Law Business Model, that's Alley Katz. Uh, they have a, a free Facebook group where you can get uh, valuable information on how they help their clients uh, build three to five thousand dollars per estate plan, seven hundred fifty to three thousand dollars in recurring revenue for business clients. That's the Lifestyle Lawyers Club Facebook group. Lifestyle Lawyers Club Facebook group. Join that Facebook group, and you will. Uh, 
and you will be able to get that information. Let them know you came through these live streams. They'll send you a free video and guide on running your practice virtually. Uh, finally, uh, we've launched the Law Firm Growth Incubator. Now is a unique opportunity to get into that incubator for $27 a month. And uh, we've got Mark Homer from GNGF, Melanie Leonard from Streamline Legal, and myself have collaborated to bring you weekly calls with information on how you can excel in your marketing, your process, tools and technology, your business financials, as well as your staffing needs. So uh, come join us over there in the Law Firm Growth Incubator by going to ProfitWithLaw.com forward slash incubator, ProfitWithLaw.com forward slash incubator. Uh, now I'm going to go to our last question, and that is how would you recommend branding yourself without excluding other practice areas? If I call myself an immigration attorney, but also want to attract clients that have state court issues that cross over in immigration, like custody, adoption, domestic violence, also state court areas will get me court experience much faster than only immigration. So that would be a plus for me. Thank you. So uh, I'd like to open this up to the panelists to answer this question. And I have a very strong opinion response for this, but I'll save mine for last. Yeah, sure. I got a couple of questions. I mean, so there's there's different ways to look at it. If you want to look at Google cost per click, for example, you'll always see a lower cost per click on the more niche terms. If you're talking about getting to the front page of Google and making content, it's a lot easier to do that if you're a more niche thing. So I'm not as far as uh, I don't know what I would really put into words as far as you know an immigration custody issue, but I guarantee there's going to be fewer of those than immigration attorneys if you're looking to dominate your local market. Um, another thing to kind of think about that plays into this is, and this is an example I've, I've seen thrown around a lot. If you look at how much doctors get compensated, for example, um, your general practitioner is going to make less than you know the top brain surgeon for a very specific kind of disorder. And that's the same thing because it's, it's easy to kind of think about this as a volume thing, but you got to realize that the more competitive areas are going to have more price competition. So both from being able to get enough at bats and being able to charge a decent rate and do good work for folks, I think the niche down approach is absolutely the one to take. I would add that um, the, the fast way to kind of um, put yourself in front of those people that are searching for those common issues that are, that's related to court issues, custody, adoption, domestic violence, is to go after those statutes, possibly, um, and those top questions that your prospects and potential clients might have over those issues. Um, and you want to basically record some videos, put it on YouTube, and that that. It's a lot of videos, uh, YouTube videos, more and more have started uh, showing up on Google instead of the Google search results. So not only do you get some good positioning on YouTube, but you also get on Google by just making a video. I actually think that uh, still, I mean, this, um, I know I'm a broken record on this, but basically figuring out what all the problems that people have, because if one person has a problem, chances are a lot of people have that problem. And if you can just create content that helps people solve those problems, that's a really good way. And you do it over and over and over again. That's a good way to really brand yourself. That's kind of how I've been able to brand myself uh, is literally just by going through and like giving free advice to people and, and teaching, you know, lawyers, like lawyers have certain problems. So I just go out and I just answer all the questions that they have and help them solve all those problems. And then people contact me and it just kind of works itself out naturally. Um, actually, one thing I, I, I'm giving away a copy of my book. This is completely free. It's how to get law firm clients. Um, if anybody wants a copy, um, just go to freebookforlawyers.com. And then, so it's $7.95 for the shipping, but send me a message and I'll refund the shipping cost. So I'll actually uh, cover the cost to ship it to you. Um, 
but the strategy is right in here. So honestly, if you've got some time right now and you want to learn how to brand yourself and how to basically, you know, make yourself the authority, check out this book, go to freebookforlawyers.com, grab a copy and then send me a message and I'll refund your shipping. Um, I have to charge the shipping though, because that generates the shipping label so we can send it to you. Um, but that's really the best way is just help people solve problems. You know, that's, that's my advice. Awesome. Awesome. I love, I love all of that. I'm going to be um, a little bit different and I'm going to tell you um, don't try to do what you're trying to do. Uh, being very, very specific about what you offer and solving a very specific pain point for a very specific client is the best way to grow your law firm. If you try to be a generalist, if you try to do all these other state things, if you try to do these other items, what you're going to do is you're going to dilute what your marketing message is. You're going to dilute the, uh, the ability that you have to create systems and processes in your firm to make things run more efficiently. And it's going to slow you down. Um, I don't think that you should be doing any of what you just asked. And I think that you should focus if immigration is your, is your practice area, figure out who exactly in immigration is your target market and then get as Andy said, get really familiar with what their pain points are and start talking to them, start producing content for them, start to create solutions for them. And, and don't try to be the, the, the Swiss army knife of, 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 of lawyer for anything that might happen. In reality, what's gonna happen is, is you're going to get exactly what you're looking for, but you're also gonna get people who bleed over. And that's where the, the key comes in is, Come, when they come back to you and they say, oh, do you do X, Y, and Z? You have to be very careful to determine whether it's a yes or a no that you answer. Do not start to take on things that you have to now start learning, researching, or making a project out of because it's going to distract you from growing your business. So definitely um, focus in on your niche and just dig into it. Don't look for these other things. That's creating uh, that's creating a distraction as opposed to the space that you need to allow those clients that you really want to come in. I posted a link to a podcast. I did episode 29 profitwithlaw.com forward slash zero two nine. Why choosing a niche will skyrocket your firm. This is what works. I guarantee you, if you try to do it all, it's not going to work for you. It's going to slow you down. So uh, definitely something that you want to keep in mind as you go through this. Um, Anybody has anything else to add as we, as we close this down? Uh, niching is good. And then immigration, YouTube is killing it. So just do a ton of videos and make them super easy and then have some call to action baked in there. But again, lead with value, answer the problems that people have, but video is working really well. Yeah, we, immigration, especially, we had a client that the last two weeks has gotten four new immigration clients. I mean, the last two weeks and it's, it's all providing value. So it's, it's, they're out there. You just got to, uh, you just got to put the work in. Awesome. So uh, for the panelists who stayed till the end, thank you for the ones who left early. I thank you too. I just can't thank you in person right now for the attendees who stayed to the end. Thank you for your involvement, for being here. I hope that we brought you the value that you expected. And this was a great conversation. I really enjoyed it. Uh, make sure that if you're watching this on Facebook, that you're signed up for the live streams, go to profitwithlaw.com forward slash COVID so that you get notified 
when the next one is, which is tomorrow. Um, and I'll actually quickly go and check our schedule. So tomorrow we are talking about projects you've always wanted to get to. So if you find you have some time on your hands, uh, we're gonna help you walk through how to navigate that. Uh, Andy's here again with us tomorrow and we have uh, Kristen Tyler from Law Clark. We have Shauna Gauss from Tracers and Carol Williams, who's a law firm owner as well. Uh, they're all expert panelists tomorrow. It's gonna be a great conversation. Unfortunately, for you West Coast folks, it's at 10.30 a.m. Eastern. You're gonna have to wake up early, uh, but definitely we'd love to see you there. And then Friday, staying healthy and performing self-care. That's at 1 p.m. And we have a bunch of uh, people from the health and wellness industry. So Ali Katz is gonna be on there, but the rest of the folks that are gonna be on there are actually not in the legal industry. Um, they're all friends that I have uh, from the internet marketing space and they all uh, are subject area experts when it comes to health and wellness. And this is something that um, I am personally struggling with during this time. I'm busy with taking care of my kids and trying to run a business and my own personal well-being has kind of fell to the wayside. So I'm excited for that topic on Friday. Uh, so thank you everybody for being here and uh, I can't wait to see you uh, tomorrow. Take care. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you for tuning into the Profit With Law podcast. Your feedback is extremely valuable to us as well as helping us reach more people with this valuable content. Please leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast directory. Join us again next time when we are back with even more strategies to profit with law.